becomes difficult. All cyclists have their fixations, some with particular shoes, some with particular saddles, the particular fit of their bike. I'm particular about the soap I use to wash my training and racing gear. I'm careful not to mix the colours of my undershirts, even though I have access to as many as I need for the year. I wash my whites separately. I wash delicate Gore-Tex and reflective materials by hand, trying to avoid the dryer whenever I can. All my clothes are carefully folded to preserve them and help them fit as well as possible. Professional cycling is about order and reliability. You need to know that every piece of clothing, every component, every element on or around your person is working. Working like it did yesterday, working like it did the day before, and will work like that again tomorrow. Surprises aren't what cyclists enjoy. In a race, there are plenty of those already. The margin between success and failure is too small to allow for any unknowns to enter your world when you're coercing the bike down steep, narrow, slippery mountain passes where unpredictable brake performance, restricted visibility or a moment of poor judgement can be the difference between staying in front or lying injured on the side of the road. Climbing at the limits of your ability in the cold, under snow, where a poor choice in clothing saps your body of the energy to keep warm or restricts blood flow to your extremities that you need for shifting gears, braking, eating and drinking, as opposed to staying with the best riders in the world and maintaining the general classification, GC ranking, that your cycling year is going to be judged on. Thing is, other cyclists understand. We spend a lot of time riding in close proximity to each other. Eventually, someone will say... Your socks aren't straight, or why are you wearing those short socks? They're ridiculous. Or why is that cable out so long? Three weeks of racing in a Tour de France with the same 180 riders is a lot of time to familiarise yourself with a teammate's pedalling style, a change in the muscle tone of a close competitor, a variation in a team's racing style. Is my teammate tired? Is the change in my competitor's position in the peloton, main group, because of good form? Bad form or nerves? Is the change in his muscle definition due to dehydration, weight loss, lack of recovery, an illicit substance in the body? Cyclists evolve into this after hours and hours of unbroken riding, years and years of sitting on their bike. Outside the small bubble of professional cycling, these obsessions seem bizarre. Inside the bubble, they are unnoticeable norms. Constants become instinctive and invisible the new and unfamiliar become obvious and unsettling. So, here I am, getting ready for another race. Getting dressed or kitting up in modern lycra is now like applying adhesive material to your body. Professional competition clothing is now very well cut, tightly fitting and so aerodynamic that it needs to be put on and taken off in a certain order. We put our clothing on carefully because our colleagues, competitors and cycling fans will look at what we do and pay attention to what we're wearing. There are people who take photos of professionals to make sure they are not wearing any brand of clothing that they are not contracted to wear. Observers of cycling are, well, very observant. They notice anything that is out of the ordinary. I have been analysed for many years now, so I know I have been conditioned. Today is the last day I put a number on. Today is the last time people will be photographing me from every possible angle. The last time observers will be looking at my facial expressions. The last time commentators will be analysing my result. Did I win or lose? 
could I have done better? Where did I make mistakes? Today is the last race of my professional career, and like in every other race I've competed in over the past 20 years, I want to do everything as well as I can. Hours later, I crossed the finish line for the last time. Geelong, on Victoria's Ballerine Peninsula, is wet from morning rain, but the sun is out now. For me, as a Melbourneian, this is not a surprise. I can hear the race commentators on the PA system calling the names of the riders as they come in. They call my name, but I can't hear what they're saying. I can hear people cheering, though, for me and for all the riders. It's early February 2015, and I've just ridden the inaugural Cadell Evans Great Ocean Road Race. It's my last professional race on a bike, and I'm not sure what I feel. Relief, excitement, confusion, sadness, pride, or all of these...